Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and unity community designed to provide energetic empowerment for your soul's evolution. I am so very honored and excited and delighted to be back here with all of you, uh, my precious soul family. And as always, I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me celebrate the launch of Season 27 of this show with my amazing soul brother, conscious singer, songwriter, composer, <clears throat> Reverend Dr. Paul Leftenegger is here. I am so very grateful that he is here with us on this beautiful beginning uh, to season 27. We're going to talk about conscious ascension music. We'll talk about the divine holy times that we're all living in, um, in 2023 and beyond. And uh, we'll take some live callers later. So press star two on your phone uh, to raise your hand for that. And I just want to welcome all of you home, all of you beautiful souls and courageous crusaders of higher consciousness. This is your safe haven. It is a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary to feel ignited, uh, inspired, and empowered. It's my greatest intention that you feel um, a truly an unwavering sense of acceptance, safety, belonging, oneness, and unity here in this sacred space. Uh, the frequencies of cooperation and collaboration and kindness and compassion always flowing here so that you feel and know that you are, you're fully seen, you're welcomed, and you're loved here. And, uh, the way that I see it, we are dissolving the old as we devote ourselves to a magical metamorphosis, really, of consciousness uh, within us and around us as these energetic emissaries of the divine, consciously creating, um, at least we have the potential to do so, our very own plentiful, prosperous paradises with elevated and highly conscious thoughts and choices and emotions and visions and intentions. And when we commit to this and intend for daily soulful generosity, uh, pure purposeful living, and aligning our choices and our voices with grace and kindness and honesty and integrity, we step into our roles as luminous light leaders and new earth navigators. So may you receive the cosmic gifts and the stellar treasures here in this sacred circle um, that are meant for you. And may you receive activations of wisdom, wonderment, and worthiness to bless your ascension journey. So just sit back now, relax, breathe, open, and receive. We're so thankful that you're here. Um, and we do want to invite you to subscribe to this show if you haven't already. It's a free platform. You can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Stitcher. And we would love to see you in our Facebook group or on Instagram or both. Uh, and now my favorite question, what is the best that could happen here today with Paul, myself, and all of you? Uh, please set a clear, empowered, personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience. Uh, my intention, as always, is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing and harmonization, purification, and empowerment for all of us. Uh, you're welcome to write in and let us know um, how you're feeling or questions in our webcast, and uh, we would love, love, love to hear from you. 
And now let me tell you about Paul. I'm so happy he's here. Um, Reverend Dr. Paul Leftenegger is a conscious singer, a songwriter. He's also a composer, an interfaith minister. He has a doctorate of ministry degree, um, and he's a Louise Hay certified Heal Your Life uh, teacher. Paul is always inspiring and promoting global love and kindness. His focus is growing and nurturing self-worth and self-love uh, within the listener. He's a leader in his new genre of music that he calls conscious healing music. Um, his song Diamond Light won the Honorable Mention Award from the USA International Songwriting Competition and the album of the same name, uh, the Top Ten Award in London by the London Free Press. His eighth album, titled Spheres of Love, was founded by his worldwide fans to support the heart and soul during these times of ascension. Uh, his new body of work, uh, Spheres of Love, has received incredible praise from around the world, from thought leaders like Bruce Lipton and many other souls. Um, his powerful healing ascension music is being used in classrooms to help children understand the importance of self-love and kindness, um, and also within adult healing groups and workshops and centers all around the world. And so we're going to talk about his music and the divine holy times that we're living in. We'll talk about ascension. We're going to talk about what is divine love? What is conscious music? Um, we're going to have a lot of fun flowing with uh, whatever comes through. I'm so grateful that Paul is here. So please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and joy to Paul as I welcome him back. Hi, my dear. Welcome back. Hi, beautiful, and hello, everyone tuning in. I'm uh, so grateful to be here, and I'm coming uh, to you all from the apex of the Bermuda Triangle in Bermuda today. So I feel really <laughs> special to be in Bermuda actually doing this broadcast. <laughs> yes, it is kind of perfect. And it's, you know, we were talking earlier, Paul, that it's divinely designed and perfect that you're here with me to start this new season. I had to postpone it with the passing of my mom, as you know. And to be here with you and come back for the first time with you is such I mean, it just fills me with strength and joy and happiness. So thank you for being yeah. here. Well, I just, I want to just take a moment and just honor you for, I think, just ultimately the holy space that you're in right now as you navigate these sacred times. And I always like to remind people, you know, especially when you go through the veil as your mother is kind of in that space right now and the veil being so thin, but I love, I love how we get to connect with the other side in, in different ways when someone transcends and, and moves to that other space and they stay with you. It's a soul signature. So I just, you know, I honor your mother right now. I honor you right now and everyone that loved her and that love you and your circles around the world that love all together in this unity community. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing this holy space with us. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you for all of your loving support, you know, during this time and um and to all of you listening. I mean the outpouring of love. I'm still going through a lot of the emails that you all sent in, so rest assured that I will read them all. Um and just all the love. It's been it's it's been so healing. Um and it's really warmed my heart and my family is so thank you all. And Paul, I want to talk about you know, our connection and when we first met and, you know, it was a significant time for you. You were living in London 
Um, this was back when did we? When was it? 2013 or 14? Yeah, it was almost 10 years ago. Yeah, 20. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what was going on at your in your life when we met at that time? Well, I was very uh, green, let's just call it, to the whole, uh, <laughs> I think just becoming a public person to to some, for lack of a better term, but just sort of, um, you know, just really, I think, insecure a little bit and very um, unaware of sort of where it would go when I started doing what I do. And I had met you, I remember we were living in a flat in London, England, in Queen's Park, and, um, you know, this city... London, if anyone's ever been there, it's a very big city. We knew the corner of it, like sort of, it's like a big pie. And we knew like, you know, maybe like one sixteenth of the city because <laughs> it's so big. But I remember just being in that flat with you and you were so gracious and you were so, I think you were just so uh, willing to support the community that you do so much work in. And back then I needed that. So it was really, it was one of the first times where I felt I think just inspired by what you do and had been doing for so long before that too. So I just, you know, it's a very sacred, um, I think connection and you're a soul mm -hmm. sister through and through. And, you know, anybody that knows your work knows that you've been, you've been a chariot for so many people that have really come a long way all these years later. So I really, I honor you for what you do. Thank you. Now, I remember that clearly. It was when I was doing the radio show and, um, well, I knew you were so gifted and, you know, talk a little bit about if there's someone maybe new to you. I mean, in the last 10 years, you've really stepped into um, sharing your conscious ascension music and it's so beautiful. Talk a little bit about the journey. Yeah, so I think to start with, you know, it, it, I think without kind of going to the point of um, I think just my birth, I think. And I, I say this with humility because I don't like to take too much time on myself this way. But I think it's important that we, first of all, recognize that all of us are meant to be here right now. And like many of the people tuning in, we've always felt something a little different, I'm sure. I don't think we'd be in this room or this collective sort of conscious community without some version of understanding that we always felt there was a calling kind of inside, right? So when I was born, I kind of knew that I was a little different and that I was very much, I needed to have all of my questions answered. And I, I was the kid that asked 8 billion questions when I was a kid because I needed to know why I touched down here. And I always had God with me. I, I use the word God, source, creator, um, but I always had God with me. And I walked through my life as a child with God with me all through. And, you know, the older you get, for me, fear started to set in. I started to believe what people told me about who I was. And I got further and further away kind of from who I was. And then in um, 2011, um, my father uh, sadly took his own life. And it was on March the 6th of 2011. And I had an experience with God while praying. And I was showing why I needed to live the entire life the way that I had. And really, ultimately, I started to answer the call, which was basically to become love expanding love from the inside out for the world with God. And it was to become a singer for the world. So, you know, I've, I've given this the short version of that, but that's sort of the how for anyone that's new. And um the thing that really started to happen is music started to come through me. And I was very um much a corporate sort of person 
business sort of person. So kind of putting that away and becoming this singer publicly was a little bit challenging for me. And I sort of, um, I didn't know how to do it, but I just, I knew just have faith and, you know, songs started coming through me and I was showing so many aspects of being my highest self in manifest and Mm -hmm. that we are living in profound times and music and people don't understand this, but music is from the heart and the soul from the inside. And it's the one, one kind of vibrational conscious understanding that can get into another human being and when it's written with intention or when there's the divine connection in it it's the one thing that is very sacred because it Mm -hmm. is actually a frequency of the heart so it's very it bypasses the brain very easily so i was showing all of these things about what ascension music is and you know i've (laughs) it's taken a long time to figure it out but i think I have a very good grasp of it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's 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 it pretty much. Yeah. Well, music um as you were talking, I was just kind of feeling into what you were sharing, but my mom, you know, instilled in me a love for music. She loved music and it was the language of love, you know, and she mm-hmm. she was more of a tra- traditional Christian, but even up to the end, she right. would listen to her hymns every morning and that would light up her heart and her soul and made her happy even when she was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And so music is so... um liberating it can liberate us from pain it can liberate us from um so many things and remind us of who we are Mm. and so when you said you learned what you were shown what ascension music is let's talk more specifically from your perspective about what that means yeah so we need to understand um a couple of kind of i always like to call it geography <laughs> so mm-hmm. the sacred technology which we all have within us is very important to sort of acknowledge so the divine heart um within oneself is really i was shown as the portal or the the doors to the kingdom of god or heaven and um when you understand that in your heart when you open that you actually have the ability to be in the fifth dimension So in that fifth dimension, you have the ability to basically be the love that you are as your highest self. And it's very different because I think when you're born, you're born very much in the heart. So you start there. But then you, over time, you start to program the conscious and the subconscious mind very easily by just not even knowingly, just by all of the programs that were put within you. And the thing that happens when you actually ascend is you have to basically go from your head to your heart again. And we we move to the head the older that we get sort of through our life. And those first seven years, we're we're much more in our heart. And in life, um, it's very clear that we get messy thoughts and our mind starts to get cluttered with what people project to us that we start believing. And I speak from personal experience, which I know very well. And in all of the things that I've studied, which is the conscious and subconscious mind, what I think is so beautiful is when you actually make the intentional shift to go back to your heart and make the promise to live from it. And when you do, no matter what, no matter how much fear comes, when your heart asks, with the little voice from within you of what it needs if you ask it and you follow through with it what happens is heaven starts to bloom around you and 
this is very much what music is capable of doing is it very much anchors the positive affirmations which is what my music does is it opens the heart mm-hmm. to the divine worthiness of of the listener so and that is something that then connects you to source or god whatever you want to call that and then that co-creative energy can flow that divine prana or that divine chi is very solidly re I kind of like to think of myself as a piano tuner. Like I help to tune the soul into its original vibration with the beloved, which is just divine love. And when you are in that frequency or that vibrational, um, I think just ultimately the quantum field within that space mm-hmm. with the creator, what happens is you start to actually, you start to ascend and you're very capable of being the highest self and manifest, which has nothing to do with the, the way your mind works. It actually is the cosmic heart, the cosmic divine love that is beaming within the core of you, and it changes everything. So that's what music really is, is stabilizer in many ways to, to source. Absolutely. It's a harmonizer as well. And mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. spoke about, and I know it's, it's a big um, aspect of your journey, you know, really cultivating divine worthiness. And I think that's the case for a lot of intuitives and sensitives. Um, it certainly was for me growing up as well. And, you know, we both um, uh, really connected with Louise Hayes' work. You knew her. You you actually sang. Um, uh, I mean, talk about that just for a brief moment. I think it's important to mention. Yes, sure. So Louise Hay, first of all, I mean, guess everyone on this call would know her, but if not, she basically um, was someone that started Hay House Publishing, which is essentially, um, you know, she was famous really for actually teaching people how to love themselves. And when you love yourself, that frequency is um, very powerful. So her work is, you know, she she was on Oprah Winfrey in the Phil Donahue show when she first started. It became really her massive boom to success but she sold over 70 million copies of the book you can heal your life which is very Mm -hmm. famous and it's probably one of the i think the best books for i think just um, understanding the importance of loving yourself and how to do that effectively by positive affirmation such a beautiful i was invited Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i was invited to um essentially surprise her on her 90th birthday in San Diego, California, with my song, My Heart, which is my most famous song of all of my songs, my music. And it's used, that particular song is used probably more than any of my others for actually just empowering self-loving in many, many, many ways around the world, in groups and in schools and hospitals and funerals and celebration Mm -hmm. of life uh, events. So I was invited to sing that song for her 90th birthday. And I had a vision that she would not... Um, and I have visions, <laughs> and I had a vision that she was not going to basically be around much longer. And um, I remember being in this juxtaposition for that particular time, but it was such a powerful moment because 2,000 people in that audience that day, as my song asks the listener to do, put their hands on their heart. And mm-hmm. the whole the whole song is basically to love yourself and through your soul and your heart. And it was very cool because she just stood on the stage and actually let everyone just love themselves on her birthday. And it was a gift that I think is so poetically beautiful because she basically, her mission was accomplished because the song that literally was in the audience was basically happening. And self-love 
when you're in that vibration, you are very much uh, connected to source. And that room was glowing. It was, I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like it in my life. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yes, it's so interesting that you brought up that book because I found it in my mom's room and I had uh, given it to her and I have it sitting right here in front of her picture because it's such a beautiful book. It's so colorful and mm-hmm. and vibrant looking and so <laughs> I have it sitting right here. Remember <laughs> I told you I have a new picture of her sitting here and it's with that book and um yeah. I remember Louise Hay. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, this was probably even before my near-death experience. I used to listen to her, um, the the affirmations, you know, when I would get ready in the morning because it was kind of retraining, um, you know, my mind. You know, like yourself, you hear so many things, you know, that get in the way on your <laughs> on your evolutionary journey, you yeah. know, in this lifetime. And and she was a really really special. Um, soul and so we both have that connection I'm so honored that you were able to do that and now that's part of your work I mean you're a teacher um, you know through her and um, you really support people in so many different ways now and that's one of them but you know I'm feeling inspired I want to read something that you wrote that I didn't read at the beginning that I want to read now um, it's just very short, okay. but, you know, with, and have everybody place your hands on your heart and really, you know, drop into your heart space. Um, because as you wrote, together, when we unite from our hearts and souls in a state of peace, we create a vortex of divine love frequencies that bless our lives individually and collectively with source. Divine love is the most powerful frequency we can tap into. And when we unite together in this source field through the quantum heart, the power of unity consciousness beams its brightest and most powerful vibrations, blessing us all with more and more uh, prosperity and love. And, you know, that's what we're creating when we come together, Paul. You know, this vortex of mm. love. <laughs> you know, I want people to yeah. feel that. <laughs> Do you feel yeah. it, Paul? That's exactly I do. I was thinking, I closed my eyes and just let you say the words. And that was so clear that everybody on this call, whether it's live or in a replay, is actually part of that collective circle of divine love in the quantum field. And it's through our heart that we access it. And we just did a huge activation by just you reading that and us doing it together. So thank you. Yes. Yes. I I always <sighs> want this to be a sacred space, Paul, where people feel like, okay, you know, no distractions, just heart to heart, soul to soul, hand in hand, you know, just, yeah. you know, yeah. because when we do this, even if it's just for an hour or two a day, then it becomes a more uh, familiar and normal way of being in more and more of the other hours mm. of the day to where it's like a conscious um uh, or not even conscious. It's just like you're in a walking meditation of love more and more often, you know, blessing every space and place and person that you come into contact with just organically. And I mean, it becomes yeah. more familiar, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the thing that is coming to my heart too is what one of the things that's beautiful is I believe that our sacred technology, and just to dive into this a little bit, 
So I believe deeply and I know deeply that we are all psychic, that we all have medium aspects within us, clairaudience, clairvoyance, visions, intuitions. These are all sacred technologies. And one of the things that I know to be very true is they're vibrational. And so with divine love, which is a very, very, very powerful vibration, is that we access the ability to have the inner awareness. And within that inner awareness, we are very much capable of seeing seeing through essentially space and time and timelessness. So one of the things that I absolutely love, which I think just while we're in this quantum field and this understanding together, is to really honor that we are all very powerful. And I'm someone that used to feel very powerless. So I understand what that is. And I understand how it can shift when you start to fill yourself with divine love. And I think like a container or a cauldron, maybe it's a good word, a container, we are vessels. And when we fill ourselves with that divine frequency from source, what happens is it restructures the entire inner space and it allows the divine sacred technologies to turn on and to turn up and to dial in. So I think the thing that, you know, in my session work, um, it's very interesting. I was very shaky when I first started doing one-on-one readings. But one of the things that I've really loved about doing the work that I do is that when we hold space with the divine intelligent sacred technologies within us, what happens is everything shifts and we are capable of actually having the, the things that we never thought possible come true in our lives. And I know this, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you do either. You could, you could do anything. Like if whatever your passion is or whatever your intention is, you are capable of, of really actually thriving in a way that I believe that we, we oftentimes just minimize our power and we, we marginalize ourselves. And that's why I think Louise Hay's work is so important because what it does is it shifts and it basically stops any of the blocks that are happening and it allows our, our life to thrive in a way that, you know, really ultimately has, has been predicted for these times. And I think that in 2023, one of the things I know to be true is we're at this precipice of really leaping into the future, into the divine love that I think that all of us understand at the core of who we are. And I'm excited about these times. And I just, I felt like I needed to say that today because Mm -hmm. I think that so many people have have been through so much these last three years and it's time to come together and unite. And this, you know, this polarity or this uh, separation needs to just stop. It's, it's, we've had enough of it and we are going to just amp up even more. (laughs) Yeah. Unity community is everywhere. And Um, I don't know about a lot of the polarity happening. It's not my, I mean, I don't watch the news. I know it's out there. Um, but I feel that, you know, the more we can create these unity communities where we just, you know, embody kindness and generosity and harmony and, and we, we practice praising and celebrating one another with compassion is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, when we move into each day, with the intention to find reasons to celebrate and praise ourselves, mm-hmm. of course, our loved ones and everyone we encounter, it changes everything, you know, instead of why are we different or what, you know, what, what, um, yeah. 
disconnects us. You know, it's, if we can just completely shift that, um, we can thrive in the way that you're talking about. And I love that you use that word because these are opportunities to deepen and heighten, you know, that potential for thriving. And it is our birthright. I mean, I know that sounds very cliche and, you know, it's our birthright to thrive, but, <laughs> but it is. It really is um, so, yes. And I, I celebrate yeah. that you've said that because I think that, not even think, I know that. And I, I think and know that one of the things, even just being, um, you know, these last three years have been challenging. And, you know, for me, I was invited to be with Dr. Bruce Lipton in Copenhagen, Denmark, as an example. And it was the first time that I had actually left Canada at that particular time um, since the pandemic, if you will, happened. And one of the things that I loved, it's one of my favorite things that's ever happened in my life. In September of last year, 2022, I got on the stage and there was 1,000 people together that, that particular time for two days straight. And I remember singing my music on the stage with, with him. And I absolutely loved the vision that I had while COVID was happening when it first started was to write a song to heal the world. And I had this vision that I could sing this from a stage in the future and I would sing this song and people would sing the the chorus act. And it's one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen happen <laughs> where I believe that deeply that day we helped heal the world. And when we come together and we sing from our heart or, or, or beam from our heart, we actually open up a whole new possibility of potential. And that day has stayed with me. And I know this is the thing that's so beautiful about what you focus on expands. And I think that we're at that time of really understanding some of this stuff, you know, and that's exciting, you know. Right. You know, I, yeah. I just had this idea and um, that maybe I can play, you know, your music on this show. Um regularly, you know, either at the beginning ah. or the end, if you allow me permission to do so, you know, for people to feel it. Yes. Okay. I would love that too. Yeah. Um, I love my, it's good yeah. to be alive right about now song. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, it's such a well, it's just song. a happy, yeah. joyful, makes me dance um, in my seat yeah. kind of song. But I'm just feeling like, wow, it would be so amazing to have your music um, really touch us here on a regular basis. So we'll mm -hmm. talk about that more later. But it yeah, really is that. healing. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to touch on, Paul, and, you know, throughout your journey um, in, in really understanding ascension, understanding divine love, understanding conscious music. Um, you've also come to understand your perception or perspective of, of source or God. And so I want to get your, um, I want you to share whatever you want to share about that. I know it's a personal um, cultivation or understanding of what that is, but what is God to you? Well, that's a really big question, one of which is almost impossible to really answer, but I will do my best as a human being <laughs> and as my <laughs> self and manifest. So those are, I'm going to do my best, okay? So for me, okay. um, I'll, just, I believe in I'll you, share Paul. with you the way that, that <laughs> yeah, well, and the reason why I say this is because I think that that is very unique to each person, so there's no wrong or right way for that. Right. And someone that was... um 
someone asked me to to basically share space with them right before she transitioned um probably it would have been two years ago now. And one of the things that she had said to me um, is that you can call God pepperoni. God doesn't care. And I really, I recognize that because it doesn't matter. There's no wrong way. So as an interfaith minister, I love this because there is no wrong way to, to actually reach whatever God is to you. But what I do know is that God dwells from within you. And I think the sooner we start being able and willing to talk about that, I'm very interested in that particular part of God because we have always made God outside of ourselves. And I think anybody on this call understands some version of that, but I believe that we need to start actually really being able to say it with, I think just a confidence. So for me, what happened is the day my father died is I basically went back to ultimately, I think ultimately my highest self. And one of the things that happened in that space is that I looked inside the mirror. I remember being um, in a suicidal sort of situation with police, fire, ambulance, everyone in a very emergency situation. And I had to excuse myself to go into the bathroom. And I looked in the mirror. And, you know, the power of the mirror is because what's looking back at you is what happened to me that day. And it's like I couldn't make sense of what had happened to me. And I was praying to God for help. And I looked in the mirror and God showed me that through my pupils, the inside of me was the outside of me. And I think it's profound because Louise Hay's work does Mm -hmm. that. So she, her whole work is looking in the mirror and affirming the self-love for yourself. And, you know, it's funny, Saturday Night Live made a joke of of her, I believe, um, on the Stuart Smalley Mm -hmm. show. And I find it fascinating because when you start looking at that, we have been programmed to belittle loving ourselves in in our own way. And so to answer the question with God is that I was shown through my father's grief, through the veil, with my father's soul signature, what is going on in the realm of all that is. And I had, so my version of God for me was basically guiding me to basically love myself and to follow my heart and forgive myself for for all of it. Anything that I've ever done that I thought was unworthy is to claim your worthiness. So my real belief is that God is really asking you to feel worthiness. So in order to do that, you have to start loving yourself. And then I think ultimately, you know, in Eat, Pray, Love, I think Elizabeth Gilbert talks about, you know, God dwells within you as you. And you, as the seeker, have to basically, I think, ultimately understand that God is from within you and loves you. And when you feel that love, it allows you to be free and it allows your free will to actually co-create with God. So I think, you know, for lack of confusing things with words, God is the all and the everything. There's no end and no beginning, and it is source in the sense that you come from God, God is with you, and you are always with God and omnipresent love. So that's what I think to say today. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love it. It's beautiful. And, you know, to set the intention to embody more and more of our divinity each day is the greatest blessing that we can give ourselves and others. And when we do that, we cultivate greater and greater love because we realize that's all we really are anyway. And then we see yeah. that. We see that light in mm-hmm. others, 
you know, we feel that and we can't help but love others, even if they are different, you know, that it, it's like it goes hand in hand with that divine compassion, you know, and so there's always kindness flowing and love and praise. And that's when that state of thriving becomes easy. It becomes yeah. natural because you're not yeah. in a state of resistance fighting yourself or criticizing yourself or another. And that's when you're in that, you know, we were talking about glowing and flowing before the show. Yeah. That's when you're in yeah. that, <laughs> that space and then you thrive. So, yeah. um, but, uh, and the thing, the thing that I just want to say is that the the metaphysical is the thing that I wanted to just. I feel like I meant to say that word, and I think energy, and we need to think in this way is frequency and energy. And you know, the thing for me is the metaphysical space is we were not taught to sort of have this understanding or awareness. At least most people weren't. I wasn't. And I think that's where we need to sort of remember that we are vibrational and energetic beings. And we hold that energy and frequency and vibration. So to me, just to your point, is that, you know, you glow with love when you feel yourself and remember that you are a glowing, loving being. And when you do that, everything is a game changer. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Glow and flow forever. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, you know, our languaging, you know, in, in this unity community, is all about energy and vibration and you know we all speak this language of the heart and it can be mm. quite different to people who aren't familiar with that so i know a lot of times each season we get in beautiful new beings and subscribers to the show and and sometimes you know it can feel a little flowery i would imagine to yeah. to people who aren't used to it but it feels so yeah. good that we end up just growing this community more and more because who doesn't want to feel beautiful and loving and um but it is all about energy and that's you know it's everything we talk about here because once you realize that it is you know it's so cliche again you know everything is energy and energy is everything but it is <laughs> like it, it is and, <laughs> yeah, like it really is but it yeah. is Oh, wow. Well, before we take callers, we are going to take some callers. Um, I know quite a few have your hands up, so at least take a few callers. Um, if anybody wants to submit any questions in our webcast, if you've joined us that way, I'll, I'll check in there as well. Um, but what I want to do before we do that is talk about the opportunities um, you've created and your special offers. So they can be found, for those of you who want to follow along, uh, go to straighttalkforthesoul.com, click on our Marketplace link at the top of the page. You'll see Paul's beautiful face. Click on his picture, and you'll see three different offers. So the first one is eight Conscious Ascension albums. So this is your music. Um, this is a standalone offer, so it's just all your music. Paul, do you want to give any more detail on that? Yeah, sure. I think just ultimately, so one of the things that I feel just important in this package is I I believe that it's a complete package in the sense that it is really uh, one album through number eight. So it's eight albums of essentially Ascension music, meaning a life review process. And, you know, just to, to mention the titles, I think it's important. So Beautiful World, Blessings from Above is really a short 
um, reminder of energy. So it's as above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so the soul is really in that album. And number two is Worthy. Um, and I think these two albums are very, very important to have to begin with, to go through an energetic understanding of oneself from the inside out. Um, and then album three is Diamond Light. Now, I want to speak to Diamond Light a little bit just because I felt like there was a pun at square when I did this. And in my visions with God when I wrote this song, this album, um, it's very much about the um, ultimately the DNA. And I say this because I think that in the times that we're living in, we need to understand the DNA a little bit more than we have. And the DNA is very important that we understand it is diamond light DNA. So I like to say that out loud. And that album is very Mm -hmm. much an activation to the diamond light 12-stranded DNA idea and the elemental and sort of the spiritual coming together with the divine. So I do want to speak to that. Number four is love expanding love. So I was very, very clearly shown that love expanding love is really quite frankly the quantum field. And when you activate yourself and when you create love in the world, love comes back to serve you. It's the master formula. Mm -hmm. So that particular album is loaded with, um, I think, surrendering to your heart and it's becoming the love expanding love frequencies of this of source and the beloved okay number five is the miracle of you which is honoring the miracle that you are and when you do this it changes everything because you are a miracle and when you recognize and you hold that frequency it's very much an ascension space of your highest self um, and then six is faith because we can get a little wobbly here on this earth. <laughs> so we can, we can have things like, you know, for instance, like for instance, you Carrie, with your, your beautiful yeah. precious mother passing or my beautiful father passing. If you live a long life, you have to experience a whole life, which can sometimes be hard, challenging, painful. We just went through a pandemic, you know, like you have to remember faith is the evidence of the things unseen, but no one within the heart. So that's, that album really supports that climbing the mountain idea and trusting that you'll get to the top. Um, and then seven is about seeds of peace. And this is a meditation music album. So it's very much claiming the inner peace with a powerful, like it's not like a, it's not a, a calming peace. It's, it's the peace that you feel with strength from within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eight is spheres of love. And then this last album is very much about um, the beloved. So this is a very God-centered album, the last one, and that's sort of the highest self understanding what you what you are in terms of the frequency and vibration. So that's the music part of the package. Yeah. I love it. I love that you uh, seeds of strength. <laughs> um, <laughs> planting those seeds of strength. Um, I've been cultivating that the last month or so, and um, yeah. I, I, and I feel it. I feel it. I mean, I I wasn't sure, Paul, if I was going to be okay today, and I woke up this morning and yeah. with it was like all these seeds of strength had you know. They were planted yeah. last week yeah. when I took the time, and they blossomed. And you know what a what a gift. And on one other thing, I wanted to share when you were talking about love expanding love, and how that that um, action or that um, conscious um, choice, 
you know, it goes back to thriving. That's what allows us to thrive. It's just love, expanding love, expanding love. I mean, you can see it if you could, if you can visualize it with your mind's eye. It's like waves, right? So love expanding. And of course, you're just expanding the, the, the fields of frequency to thrive, um, with and in. So what a beautiful, um, compilation for those of you, um, um, who, would like to uh, to be gifted with this, I hope that you'll consider this opportunity. That is offer A. Offer B is a standalone 90-minute private session with you, Paul. So um, describe a little bit about what um, might be experienced in this session. Yeah, so, okay, so this is um, this is sort of an interesting part of what I do. And so I just want to start with saying that I am really ultimately an ascension guide. That is really what I would say if I were to put words to what I do. And I also recognize that that includes vision and psychic aspects, clairaudience, which also is mediumship as well. So this is sort of um, each time I've had a session, they go in a specific you know direction to each person that comes. But the thing that I, I really feel to share is that we are – all in a time where we need to become some version of our highest self and manifest. And this is very much a call from God for me to answer this. And I have had, when I was a kid, I used to have a lot of sources to me. And it was very confusing when I was a child. I didn't understand, you know, how to process this. But I understand that we live our life forward to allow ourselves to, to sort of living it forward and understanding it backwards. It sort of it becomes whole and timeless. So my sessions are very much um, to help support whomever's coming to me or called to come to me to support it, an ascension reading, which we go through a circle of messages that come to me. And then in the center, I always hold space for a mediumship if anybody wants to come through. And they'll come if they're meant to. And most often, I, I don't think I've ever had a reading. I don't think. Yeah, maybe just one or two where there hasn't been someone, but pretty much every reading, there's a message from the other side. Um, and then really ultimately, um, then there's some spiritual practices that are given as gifts um, that are suggested uh, to help the frequency of whomever's coming of what to do and um, some some remedy, if you will. So that's pretty much, I mean, in a nutshell, that that's that session. And there's all, always an opportunity to have some dialogue for whatever, you know, needs to be talked about as well. Mm -hmm. so. Beautiful. And then we decided today, you know, a lot of times people will write us and they say, well, we want both. So we did. We um, yeah. created an <laughs> offer C so that you have the, the Conscious Ascension music plus the 90-minute session bundled together um, at a lower price point. Um, so if you want both all together, um, that is offer C. And keep in mind that, as always, we always provide the three-pay option. So for anyone, if that's helpful for you, any of these offerings um, can be paid over three months if that um, supports you. So I just wanted to remind all of you of that. And, Paul, thank you for creating these. And for those of you who are feeling a, a connection with Paul, I hope that you will consider this opportunity. It really is a beautiful opportunity to um, 
to work with you privately and listen to the music. I mean, make that a daily practice. I mean, gosh, it's so, when you talk about love expanding love, this kind of music is what does it. And um, what a beautiful thing to, it's like this melody that, you know, you were talking about what, I forget the word you used earlier, um, the soul signature, you know, Mm. our melody changes (laughs) as we open our hearts, right, Paul? And then that that signature that people feel and that melody, that soul song, you know, which is just energy, um, people can feel it and it changes. And um, so I encourage everyone to listen to your music. (laughs) Um, And the other part is the one thing that I just want to say is we're all healing. So the thing that I really want to talk to in this as well is healing. You know, if we want this world to heal, the real question is how do we do that or how do we achieve that? The world will be healed once we are. And so that means that the inside and I, I felt guided to share a quote today just while we're talking about these sort of these packages mm-hmm. is there's a place in your soul where you've never been wounded. And that's my uh, Meister Eckhart. And I feel, you know, just to reiterate, there's a place in your soul where you've never been wounded. And as someone, and I speak to this very um, specifically because I felt very wounded at a particular time in my life. And I had to do a lot of healing. And I think, you know, coming from a space of, of witnessing my my own father's suicide, I, I cannot begin to tell you how much work I had to do to heal that wound. It was horrendously difficult. But the thing that I know to be very true is that space that's within you that's never been wounded, that space is what will heal you. And when you start to vibrate with that that signature that is your original frequency, what happens is you're capable of doing things that you never thought you could do by healing the inner space. And that means your emotional space in many ways, because I think first where our emotional response is what for me, I had to heal because I was very hurt by many people that had hurt me because as sensitives, we we get hurt by this world. And I mean, I speak to this because I know it. And I think unlike a doctor, you know, of, of medicine, you know, of the Western model, if you will, the, the thing that I know to be true is the emotional frequency space of healing has to come from within oneself. And it's done in a way that we haven't really talked about very much in our world. And when you start to become your parent to that space, it sort of becomes one in the field. And I just know very much that this space of healing um, within that context is something that's very important to recognize. And I just know very much that we're living in a time where we, some of us live in this pain and this anguish for, mm-hmm. I think, the truth of our experience. And in order to really lift ourselves out of that density, so for lack of a better term, that density, we have to clean the sludge inside of us. And my music does that in a way that is very much because it supports your original light with the beloved. So yeah. that's just something that I feel I wanted to just talk to that. Yeah. Oh, I think that's really important. And, you know, as you were speaking, I think most of the the beautiful beings who are joining us or who will listen to a call like this are like you and me, you know, very sensitive and, you know, probably felt, as you mentioned earlier, quite different, you know, in terms of, you yeah. know, because of that sensitivity. And And what I have learned over the years is, you know, 
sometimes I didn't want to be that sensitive or that emotional because I felt so different being that way because I was like, how can these people not not feel what I'm like? I'm, I just have so much emotion and so much sensitivity to this, right? And, you know, especially even around our families. And, um, yeah. I, you know, it's kind of like you feel so different that you're feeling everything. And, I, you know, and that's even with this last experience with my mom's passing. And I've learned, like, you know, to really, really over the years continue to honor and celebrate that sensitivity because it really is a gift. It is such a gift. And for those of you who kind of stuffed it down or suppressed it, you know, to because of this world, this hardened world around us, I encourage you to really soften that um, and let that come out because as you celebrate the sensitivity, then you cultivate strength and the three S's that are coming to mind, Paul, sensitivity, strength, and serenity, when those frequencies are combined, like we're unstoppable. It's <laughs> you know? um, yeah, really um, true. Yeah. And yeah. even, you know, even from the prosperity aspect is when you, I know what you, what you put out is coming back to you. So we're creating, as you had said in the beginning of this call, is this new world is really here right now. And I think that we need to sort of really realize what that is, is that we're building new community here. And, you know, with with even a financial purchase of something like this, all of my music was paid for and funded by people from around the world with love money. And And I think that, you know, we are cleansing money that has been, in many ways, I say this with humility, but sometimes dirty. It has done things. So when you put your love into a community like this with intentional love money, what happens is it grows and expands out, outwardly to the world yes. to hold space for a new world. So I just, you know, from a financial, you know, when you give, you receive. And I know that this is something that, you know, I I really believe deeply that we're we're building this new world because we're in it. And I just want to say that if, if you do decide to purchase this, just know that, you know, I ask for that money to be returned to you, actually, to be quite frank. Mm-hmm. Yes, I always say that. Every time I share something, you know, um, it's like may it be returned to all of us multiplied. And um, Mm -hmm. it's really important that we set that intention to keep energy circulating because the only way that it multiplies is as it circulates. If there's a halt to that flow of energy, whether it's money, love, anything, it's all energy, then it can't multiply um at all so thriving is just a state of energy multiplying and it starts with love and anything else right so absolutely um, beautifully said (laughs) as and (laughs) yeah everything you're sharing we always speak yeah we always speak the same language it's the language of the heart and you know, so many beautiful beings are writing in and a lot of people, you know, tears are flowing, crying, you know, loving the, the flowery nature of what we, you know, <laughs> I use that word because, you know, it's almost seen as a a weakness or a limitation to be sensitive mm. and loving and kind. And yet it's the opposite to have a bold, open heart when you know, most of the world is closed, is the greatest mm. strength ever. <laughs> it's the superpower. Yeah, it's really true. It is the superpower, right? absolutely. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I want to thank all of you, all of you who wrote in to say that you're feeling this and you're in the right space. You're, you're in the right community. And so thank you for being here and for all of your messages. Um, okay. I want to take a few colors, Paul, before we you know, start to wrap things up. Um, it starts you to raise your hand. Many of you know that. So if you have a question for Paul or if there's something that has, you know, come to your awareness, your heart, um, based on everything that we've talked about today, um, bring it forth and we'll see what, what, um, what unfolds. Paul, is there anything you want to share about your intention with callers? Yeah, so I think ultimately, you know, if there's anything that is on your heart, um, you know, I think ultimately we have Carrie's beautiful energy in the sense of this holy time that she's in with her mom in that transition. I know my father's with us right now. So I just want to speak to the fact that, you know, we are we are very much with the divine loving presence of our loved ones on the other side. And, um, you know, I just open up that that awareness. So. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Let's glow and flow. And we'll see yeah. What okay. Okay. Um, first, so if you could just give us your name and question, that would be wonderful. Okay. First caller, I'm going to go to area code 678. Um, you are live with us. Hi. Hi. This is Miriam. Well, hi, Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Welcome. Hi, I wanted to, I mean, yes, this energy is so beautiful. Um, I'm so grateful to hear all this heart sharing, the sacredness of of who we each are as divine beings. And it was interesting because what was coming to me before Paul started sharing more was my question about um, who is God <laughs> to me and noticing that I grew up Christian and there's something about the Holy Spirit and the Christ energy that feels really comfortable, and I, I'm natural to lean into God. But when the word Lord or God comes in, I feel it more like a controlling, still some of the fear base, but masculine. And I know, on some level, I know that there's also this soft, benevolent side, and I'm wanting that to come together both in me and what I'm leaning into. So I feel like that what's guiding me and what I'm sharing is in this pure, um, I don't know. Are you still there, Miriam? Hmm. Hmm. I, I think we knew where she was going with this. And um, yeah. Paul, maybe you can respond. <laughs> we'll see if she comes back. Oh, yeah, well, I think. For, okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> God, God's, God's right there with us. Yeah. So maybe just finish your thought if you can, Miriam. Well, I didn't hear that you guys lost me, so I don't know where, what you heard last. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'll just summarize, and maybe that's quick. So I'm, I'm longing, thirsting for feeling that I'm connected the experience, the expression of God in me, and as I would channel and share with others, that feels pure to me and feels very balanced in terms of its masculine power and, and feminine love and softness and nurturing. 
Um, and I even have difficulty with the word Lord, but it's so innate to me. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering if you could help, because I lean into this a lot for myself and for others. And, yeah, if you could help in any way with that, I would be grateful. Yeah, so I think what I what I just want to say to that myself, and I'll let Carrie go next, but I I want to speak to um, the fact that first of all there's no there's no wrong way, and I think that I always think that um, the thing that I I feel very guided to say is that God has had a very bad press agent, <laughs> so I think that we need to do a much better job of just lightening up our 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 ability to let God be what God is and not let someone else's projection be what it is. God to you is, that's a personal relationship that's holy between you and God. And I think that once you start to honor that for whatever that is, that is God to you. Because God isn't going to be the same for me. God will be the God for you that is for you, in service to you. And the one thing, you know, one of the things that happened, my mother was actually very, very sick in 2015. And after my father's suicide in 2011, I was like, are you kidding me? How in the world are you making this even harder for me now? Like, haven't I been through enough? And this beautiful sister, and through my music, what happened is this woman from, um, I believe that she lives in um, Southeast Asia and she had written me she's a nurse in a hospital and she said Paul listen when you go to the hospital because I lived in the hospital for about a year with my mom okay in and out she said God is kind and whenever I would get nervous or shaky or unknowing or uncertain of something I would just use the mantra God is kind whenever I got scared and I'll tell you, it changed my life by actually just embodying that that simple affirmation. Yeah. Because we we really just we we make God so complicated. God is not complicated. It God is so user friendly, and that is the brilliance <laughs> of what God is. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I love that, Paul. And I that's one of the things. I mean. Um, Miriam, I grew up Christian and going to Catholic school, and I was very ingrained Methodist church, Catholic school. So I grew up in a, in a similar way. And so I've learned what Paul has shared is that, you know, God is, is energy. It's not a, a be, you know, a being, um, casting judgment upon me, which is how I was raised to believe, you know, to judge myself and, you know, you're a sinner, you're going to sin and all these things. And what I've learned is that it wasn't true at all. That was a man-made um, uh, controlling yeah. thing on this planet. But um, learning to embody God to me is, is the highest frequency vibration of who we can be. And Paul, you know, embodying kindness um, that's God to me, embodying generosity and compassion. That's God to me in its in its strength and its softest softness. Um, does that make sense, Miriam? It does, and on on a level, I know this, but I can't help this in my yeah. gut, and it almost feels like an overlord over my presence, <laughs> and yeah. my being is looking, yeah. is wanting to look beyond that, and I, I feel like I'm kind of stuck yeah. between those worlds. Yeah, I want to just speak to this for one second, too. I suggest you, like with my music, that particular, so just as an example, when I 
go and sing live to audiences or when I'm in presence with people, one of the things that people really do is they underestimate the power of music. Okay. And I, we've all done it by the way. I've done it myself, but I'll tell you when I, when I have a witness that comes to me and this happens all the time is that people come to me and share, I finally reached source. I finally got it. Like I got exactly what you were saying and people the frequency is how we pierce through the veil. So mm-hmm. your innerness is just, you just have to reach a little, little further to reach source. And then the thing that you have to do actually in my, my simple process is to bring the drips of God into your heart, literally. And so when you, you fill up your heart with that beloved source inside your heart, it starts to accumulate more and more and more. So your spiritual practice, I would suggest you actually bringing a drip of God into you, literally through your meditation space. And when you do the drip of God into your heart, the chalice of the heart can fill up and overflow into your body, and you will start to experience God more. Awesome. Well, thank you guys both yeah. for sharing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank Absolutely. you, Miriam, for being An honor. here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Paul. Uh, Lots of love, Miriam. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm going to take another caller. Um, hmm. I'm going to go to area code 512. In Austin, Texas, it looks like. You are live with us. Oh, awesome. Hi. Hello, Carrie. Hello, Paul. Hi. This is Patricia. Well, hi, hi Patricia. Patricia. How are you? Hello. Hello. Um, well, um, it's something I wanted to uh, to really bring up today. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have... I've had um, a lot of changes lately, which has been good. I changed, I moved my home, I moved to a new location within the same company, um, and I have had this respiratory, whatever thing, allergies, cold. I don't know what it is, um, but I, I, it's been a very long time since I had anything um, going on like this, and it's it's very interesting because. When I start to go, because singing music has been from birth, you know, has been my love. Um, and whenever I start going in the direction, like, okay, I'm really going to get out there and do it, <laughs> then something like this happens. Okay. So I wanted to get your take on that. Well, let me just, the thing that comes to me, right, and I feel like I meant to talk about chakras with you. So everybody has a different sort of navigational geography, okay? So the thing that we need to remember first is the crown is really important, okay? So you know the crown area of your head? Yes. The thing that you have to then focus in on is that third eye, okay? So that's the salus turcus and like, so the left and the right hemisphere of the brain, sort of in the middle of where the nose sort of meets your sort of bridge, if you will, between your eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so just really focus in from the crown to the third eye. And then the throat chakra is very important. And if you think of its position, it is then the heart that is next. So that okay. whole system has to be very much clean. So when you clean that that system, the chakras actually vibrate in a circular motion. 
So they align so that the colors can actually become one, one in the, one in unity. So I think what I would suggest doing is just really being aware of those, those portal centers within yourself first. And then just remembering that the, from the heart is where you sing from. So mm. the throat chakra will open, open much more powerfully. And I think the heart as well, if you think of what's beneath that, my song, My Heart, I would suggest listening to that. But it actually is about going in your heart and soul and putting your hand on your heart so that your energy field, especially in the upper quadrants, can be very much in one. And that's through self-love. So I would suggest that's the first thing that I think just the, the chakra connections of all of those ones that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, it brought a, brought up a lot of emotion when you were even just talking about it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, and I think just you know that heart that heart comes through your voice. Like I find it fascinating that even as a singer, I love how your mouth when you you know we need to remember that words have power, right? So mm-hmm. first there was the word is what's in the Bible, and when you when you start making words, it starts creating things. So if you just think of my music, it's created this moment. This wouldn't exist without me singing. That's the truth. Like, I wouldn't be here without me singing and answering God's call. So you need to remember that you're powerful. Your words are powerful. Your heart is powerful. And when you honor it for what it is, it is a gift. It is the answer to every prayer ever prayed your life. You know? So when you honor that power that you that you hold for God, wow. So just remember that sort of as you're navigating and be gentle with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Gentleness is what cultivates courage. I find the more gentle I am with myself, the more courageous I feel. And mm-hmm. Patricia, yeah. wishing that for you as you um, open into uh, the potential for sharing more of your voice. Um, yeah. There was a, a book um called Your Word is Your Wand. Um, Paul, you may, you may know of it by Florence Govelshin from a long time ago. And I remember being uh, introduced to that book after my near-death experience in 1997. And it really reminded me of the power of what you just shared. Your word is your wand. It creates. And so, Patricia, I hope that you create a beautiful future with, you know, with your words. Um with your voice and your vessel and uh blessings to you my dear thank you all so much blessings to you yeah patricia thank you for and just so you know you've asked that and you've helped someone else by asking it so thank you for having the courage to raise your hand and ask beautiful Mm -hmm. absolutely thank you you, patricia and thank you paul um um, I'm going to read a few comments from the webcast, and I want to take one question from the webcast, but um, I'm going to go through a few comments. Um, Tama from California said, glow, flow with love and money, and I'm also going to write myself a permission slip to be in my sensitive open heart. Carrie and Paul, what a beautiful start to season 27. Thank you. Thank you, Tama, Thank for you. being here. Um uh Linda from Maple Valley sending so much love to you both. It's an honor to be here with you too. Curious what might come to you, Paul from the heavenly realms with any ascension guidance for myself and others on our sacred path. Thank you uh for this beautiful gathering. Much love and light to all. Um any ascension guidance 
for her and for all of us. Yeah, so I will just share, um, first of all, I closed my eyes as you were just asking that sort of question through that comment. So the thing that came to me immediately was just to share that I personally will share how I sort of help my own ascension. So off the planet, I have a pyramid that I go to. And I have built this pyramid, and I think I've been there long before this incarnation, but I remembered this pyramid space that I am on off this planet when I'm embodied. So I have it as a meditation space that I go to. And in that pyramid, when I go in, it's directional. So the north, south, east, and west is the actual direction of the the pyramid, okay? So really to connect to the earth that way. And then in that pyramid is where I actually go to feel calm, peace, divine love within myself Mm -hmm. in my meditation space. And I think to start with just, you know, remembering that you, you get to close your eyes and you get to think and build and feel through whatever comes to your heart. And I feel like when you go to a space like a pyramid in the sacred geography, the geometry of that beautiful space, what happens is you're very protected. So I would just suggest maybe just, you know, connecting to through your heart in your in, intention to go to a space that feels safe um, as a suggestion, maybe a pyramid. Mm-hmm. I love that, Paul. Um, it's where the magic can be inspired when you enter these spaces and places. And I love that you said that you've been there before. I'm certain that you have. You know, it's a yeah. <laughs> it's a quantum yeah. space and yeah. where you gain the inspiration to be and share and write and speak and all of that. So mm-hmm. thank you, Linda, for your question. Thank you. And thank you. um Yes, yes, yes. To all of you, thank you. Um, do you mind taking one more? Yeah, let's go for it. Sure. Paul? Sounds great. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. Deborah. Deborah from Pittsburgh. Um, she said, hello, much blessings, much blessings and love. My heart is pounding so hard with the possibility of having a connection today. My sister mm. passed a few years ago. This is Deborah. We had a love-hate relationship our entire life. Now I just want more than anything to connect and heal our relationship and let her know um, I love and forgive us both for such turmoil in our lives. Um, Mm. Anything, Paul, for Deborah from Pittsburgh? I, I closed my eyes as I was just sort of feeling through your, your connection to, to Deborah. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that came, it's already healed, like instantly from, from the other side. It's already healed. Um, and I think that this connection with you, the thing that people need to remember here is that we are being taught by those that we were living with in our families, in our friend circles, So we're always teachers and students. So through the veil with your sister, you know her soul signature. So she walks the earth with you. And we have to remember, we've been so indoctrinated to believe that once someone transitions, that that it's it's just, that's it. No, it's just starting. You have a connection with your beautiful sister actually through the veil and all of her earthly densities actually stay here when you go through the veil the only thing through the veil is divine love 
so just remember that she is already her highest self in in absolute full omnipresence when she's in that space. So just to connect to her soul signature, and that's the beauty of actually being siblings that way, is you know her soul signature so well. So just just lighten your heart and your soul, and you'll be able to easily connect with her. And, you know, take some meditation space. So I always say that prayer is, you know, when you ask for something, really ultimately, but meditation is sort of the highway that comes in. So really bring meditation into you. Um, so feel her coming into your awareness through meditation. This would be the message. And she's already, you're already good. So just lift up the vibration knowing her message to you is so simply that it is already healed. Yeah. 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 Deborah. I hope you heard that, my dear. And um, Linda wrote back in and said, so beautiful. Thank you so much. Such gratitude in your sharing um, in this sacred space. Um, love, love, love you both so much. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, oh, Linda. my love, right back to you in this circle uh, of love <laughs> today. <yeah. laughs> um, right? Yeah, love, absolutely. expanding love. That is what we have experienced here um, with you, Paul. And as we start to wrap up, um, any final message, anything else that you feel inspired to share with this beautiful unity community? Yeah, so while you were, before you even asked the question, the one thing that I feel is just the last message here is so there's two shapes to remember is the pyramid, right? So that's the pyramid that we know well. And then the other, the other shape is the shape of the soul and the shape of the soul, which I feel I meant to share is it's round, it's whole, no end, no beginning. So when you think of your soul, I think just the message that I have is to remember that it's round. There's no sharp edges. It is omnipresent in its in its design. And when something's round, it's equal distance always. So it's very balanced. So I feel like, you know, just as the Ascension guide that I am is just to remember that your soul is round. Um, I always say that God is round um, as well. And when you're in a round field, you are very capable of actually simply being wherever you need to be energetically. So just to allow your, from your heart space to just feel the roundness of your beautiful energy. And you can reach and stretch with that. You can, you can grow that outwardly wherever yes. you want it to go. And just to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, that, Paul. Well, that you brought that up. Yeah. I speak a lot about our consciousness mansion. And, you know, my intention is that we all expand that when we come together. And you do that with a rounded space. It can expand because if you're in a square or a box, you're in a shack, a consciousness shack, and it can't expand. So what a beautiful way to remember our capacity to expand our awareness, our consciousness, our divinity with that, that shape. Beautiful. And, um, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> wow. Thank mm, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. being here with mm -hmm. me. And just, oh, this is beautiful. I have to tell you, Carrie, I feel like it was a blink. And it's so funny being in the Bermuda, the apex of the Bermuda Triangle right now is wild <laughs> to me, just in the geography. Right. So I think it's wild that, you know, I feel like we're sort of in this portal together. Yeah. And I just, you're so, you're so beautifully 
um, gifted at communication. You're an incredible, you know, I remember your intention when you first started this call as you talked about the intention and your intention was to be a clear communicator. And you did that, you manifested that so effortlessly today. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. We created a pristine portal for pure yeah. presence for all of us. And I'm so grateful to you, Paul, and I want to thank each and every one of you for the gift of your mystical, magical, beautiful selves. Thank you for your time, your readiness, your willingness, your openness, your presence today. It is an honor to have you with us. You're welcome to continue writing in and, you know, let us know how you're feeling, what stood out for you, what shifted for you, what feels different. And then... Continue opening your heart and let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow in, through, and around you. Open up to receive the benefits of all of the love that has been shared here today. And, of course, please consider the wonderful opportunities to expand with more and more love, you know, with all these beautiful offerings from Paul. Um, again, you can review them at straighttalkforthesoul.com. And remember, everyone, you are so brilliant. You're resilient. You're dearly loved. You're not alone. Um, Thank you for joining us uh, to start off this new season 27. Um, it's been a beautiful experience with all of you. I'm sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace, glory, and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beautiful beacons of light. I'll see you back here in this playground of light tomorrow. Bye, everyone, and bye, Paul.